Yes, good morning, Grand Rising. It is the Morning Machine, the machine that makes your mornings move. Thank you so much for making the machine a part of your daily morning routine. And part of that morning routine means that we have to celebrate our black businesses. Now, if you well know that August is Black Business Month, and with August being Black Business Month, we want to make sure to take the time to give everybody their flowers. And so, with that said, we have an international interview taking place this morning. So, with that said, they are no strangers to the morning machine. They've been here before, and we are going to talk about what uh, we're going to talk about a lot this morning. So, stay tuned and hold on tight. So, let's start here. First of all, let's talk about the people, the people that run these phenomenal businesses. Adrian Corder and Bill, nicknamed Wood Woodgard. Now, she is from D.C. He is from Detroit. What up, though? Representing Howard University, but there's only really one to represent, to be honest with you, and that is the Morris Brown College right here on these grounds. You already know. But also, here's, here's basically what it is. When we talk about Bill, he is the master barber of B-Snip Barber Lounge and Academy. That means if you're trying to learn how to pop somebody's wig or what have you, it popped the wig. That's, that's the PA type thing. You know, the, my, my friend Dirk used to say that. You get the wig popped or whatnot, get yourself a fresh cut, you're talking to Bill. Or if you want to learn how to cut, you're talking to Bill. But also, if you're talking about the services outside of barbering, we're talking about the House of Diaspora concierge services. And those services range from totally like to like a range of things. So with that said, we're going to talk about those in just a minute. But I'd be remiss if I didn't say they are proud members of the e-board of the African-American Association of Ghana, with Adrian being the current vice president and Wood being the current sergeant at arms. We're going to talk about all of that in just a few minutes. I want to welcome back to the morning machine because it is a great return to one Adrian Quarter and Bill, the guy they call Wood Woodger this morning. Good morning to you both. How you doing? Grand rising to you both, and thank you so much for coming back on. And see, this is a time for us to give you flowers. We're doing well, but you're doing even better than well. When, it, especially as it pertains to bridging the gap between these United States, this land, and the homeland of Ghana. So. It, so it it's all starts. Yeah, it has been a long time, but there has been a progression, and we'll talk about that in just a minute. But you know how I like to do it. We did it before. We're going to do it again. For our new listeners out there that may not be familiar, let's take it back to the old school. Let's take it to Union Square. So how did you two come together to create such a phenomenal business and not just a business, a business that spans internationally. Talk about that. 
Okay, well. I'll let Wood start. <laughs> okay, well. I grew up in the city of Detroit amongst entrepreneurs. And I decided that I wanted to, you know, study business. So I went to Morris Brown after I attended Michigan Barber School, which one of the instructors uh, and the owner of the school, they were both uh, HBCU graduates and Pan-Africans. So I was introduced to all of the Pan-Africanism and things like that while I was in high school and when I was in barber school. Then I furthered my education over at Morris Brown, where I was introduced to Kwame Kuma after uh, after some studies. And I like that he graduated from the HBCU as well as what he did for Ghana. So I decided, I said, if I ever get opportunity to uh, take my business abroad, then that will be the first place I will uh, land. And later on, further down the line, um, I'm at Essence Festival, and I ran into this young lady that was very nice looking, you know. Nice. Herself well. And I introduced myself, and we ended up, you know, dating from that day on, and we conversed about Africa, and she had said she had already um, been exposed to Ghana in years prior to me um, going. And so I just, we decided that we would take our first uh, major trip that same year, which was the return of uh, year of return in um, 2019. Uh-huh. And so we. Uh, went and we stayed, we went to Africa and we stayed uh, in Ghana for about a month. I enjoyed it. I looked at the opportunities that was, was there that we, African Americans could bring to the continent and actually to Ghana by being an exclusive country in which we had to, you know, move around and do business. Right. And and so we uh, decided to go back the following year and then the following year is when I said, okay, it's time to let's we can set up a business and I went around to different barbering uh, shops and they didn't have no schools, they didn't have no certification or anything so I said well let me see if I can bring some certification some, uh, some you know give it give it some style some African American style of barbering right. and so we decided to you know uh, do that and that's when Adrian and I said we were going to set up shop, and she decided she wanted to do concierge services as mm-hmm. well as, you know, having a soft landing for us as African Americans to come to Ghana. Mm-hmm. And then I'll let her and that's bring what we it did. Yeah, and that's what we did. So we literally, um, the insurrection happened that second year while we were visiting. I'm from D.C., was totally turned off at what D.C. had become. Um, post-Trump era, during Trump era. And, you know, we just wanted a, a change in scenery. The other thing that was going on was COVID. COVID was tearing America up. Right. And it wasn't tearing Ghana up as much. So it was safer for us to be here um, and to decide to take this opportunity in time because America was shut down. The shops were shut down. Uh, his barbershops weren't even able to be open in America. So mm-hmm. we had this this, this time in, in history that most people would have never thought that you would get, right? Like a pause in life. Right. But we just took our resources real quick and, 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 and set up shop in Ghana. Um, and so since then, we have expanded the B-SNIP brand. Uh, there are three locations in America and one in Africa. Awesome. And then we're also building a school because we realized that we really need to educate um, before we can really expect them to do what we want them to do. 
So we, we tried the mission of just doing a kind of in, in, um, apprenticeship or internship, and they need more thorough and, and deeper um, exposure. So we say, you know, what better way to do this than solidify an accredited barbering academy? But then we expanded it beyond barbering because we saw that professional skills development um, was needed here, especially with tourism. You know, mm. 2 million African-Americans have come to Ghana in the last three years. That's crazy. Right. Um, and the way we travel is different. What we expect and how we spend our money is different. And I, won't, I will say that Ghana's not quite there at that level where it should be on tourism. Mm-hmm. So we know this because we're, we're the patrons of that. Uh, that we know what needs to be, be, we know what level it needs to be. So we're developing a school for trade. Uh, you know, everybody doesn't test well. Everyone isn't academically gifted and talented. Right. Uh, so we want to add different skills, barbering, um, uh, hospitality, tourism development, professional development, and also um, aesthetics. Uh, I was in dermatology when I was in the States. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a huge fan of regenerative medicine and natural ways of um, keeping your age, right? Um, so we do a lot of training and a lot of specialty services with the concierge. You come to Ghana, you need something, you call us, we understand, we're American, we get it, and we make sure that you're comfortable and that you have everything you need from exposure through tours and trips to needing a doctor. You know, you know, you just never know what can happen, and you're far from home. Um, so we're that home touch that's right here on the grounds in Ghana. So it's been an amazing journey. Yes, it has. Go ahead. I, I like, no, I, I, I really enjoy you, you guys' journey because – you went yeah. from meeting, marrying, and then not just saying, "Okay, I'm going to do this myself, and I'm going to I'm going to be here doing this, and I'm going to be here doing that." No, you came together as a unit and did this together, and say, "You know what? We can make a difference together." And together, you have really made a difference. And I want to ask about the school. So, what what? What things did you see in Ghana that needed imp- needed improvement uh, other than tourism that you wanted to put into this school? Because you don't hear of a lot of people put you know putting schools on the ground or creating schools. So what did you see? Actually, there are a lot of schools. Um, there are a lot of schools. There's but a school on every corner. <laughs> yeah, there's so many schools, but wow. they're teaching who knows what, right? We don't know, we don't know what's going on in there, but there are not many trade schools. Ah. Um, academic, ac- academic is strong in Africa. Africans are highly educated. Don't get it twisted. If they can get an opportunity to get educated, they are with it, and they will go the whole mile. Um, so we know that, and that's why there's so many schools. But not everyone is that student, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and we have the largest population of youth in the world here, Um and we have to know that we have to understand all gamuts of the youth. And everybody's not going to make it to college or go abroad to study or be this professional. So you have right. to give people options. And as we know from America, there's trades everywhere. You know what I mean? You can you can make as much money as a mechanic or as, a, as any is doing something like barbering as you can do uh, as, as, as a, a white-collar um, worker. You know what I mean? So, right. So um, those opportunities and advantages aren't necessarily here as strongly. So that's what we noticed. That's what we saw. We saw if you didn't do well in university, there was no hope. <laughs> right, and the uh, job yeah. is that if you have over 100,000 people studying and getting degrees and looking for work and they don't have a number four, uh, four jobs 
available or four positions available for over 5,000 people. So they, they yeah. get frustrated with it. So we figured like, okay, well, we, we dumbed down our trade schools, like, you know, both tech and things like that, that we had here in the state. And I was like, well, we can take that same concept and okay. take it across, or take it across the water and, you know, see what we can do with, see what, how we can, um, Add value, add value to the youth experience. Absolutely. Um, Well, that's that. So, in- so the interesting. Us, so oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. So, go ahead. So, so like when, ahead, we, go when, ahead. We, when we go there and we say, "Oh, Black Power," uh, let's do this. You know, African American thing. They looking at us like, "What is that?" Yeah. Well, we don't need Black Power, Black History. Yeah. Yeah. It's like so. Mm-hmm. All of those Black History Month and all of that. That's we. They don't know nothing about that over there. They some of them heard of it because they lived in America at one point, mm-hmm. but most of them, it's like, uh, "What is that?" You don't know that you are Brony, yeah. you are American. Right. So they don't, they don't see us as nothing dealing with Africa. And it's so interesting because they're like, Black History Month, what is that? 
I'm like, we, yeah. we, we, we do everything here. So it, it, they're yeah. almost thinking yeah. like, yeah. why, do, why does America have to have it? You see what I mean? And they, they yeah. don't know. Yeah. And this is yeah. where we educate them on that particular part of the African American culture, even though they only see us as American and that's it. They, they take yeah. the African part out of it and we look like them. So, and, and you speak of the conversations at, at the black table, right? So I'd be remiss mm-hmm. if yeah. I didn't speak on the African American association of Ghana, where you, you both are yeah. proud members of the e-board, uh, Adrian, you being current vice president, would you're, you're the current Sergeant at arms and, you know, speak on that as a, in, in being a support group, for anybody that has been in the U.S. and Ghana and really basically bridging that gap between the cultures. You, and you spoke of that yeah. because those conversations have to be started, but they have to start somewhere. And I would like to think that this group does just that. Speak on that. Yes. Oh, wow. Absolutely. So African-American Association of Ghana has been in existence since 1981. Um, and it started out as a support group, literally just a support group for a lot of married women who were married to Ghanaian diplomats and, co- and government officials, but also other, any other body or person that was American that was in Ghana. So it's been a, a, an organization that's been in existence for over 30 years, um, and it's been just that, that support system for us over here, knowing you're not alone, you want the mac and cheese, somebody knows how to make it. Um, you know what I mean? So, nice. like, it, we, we need that because although we are home in our homeland, we do have an aspect of home that we can't get here other than from each other. Yeah. Um, so we are we are strong. We're growing. Um, this year um, has been an, an, an exciting year, but that's how we get the information out about Black History Month. So we have a huge Black History Month program and a month long of activities. We went to the schools this year and read. Um, stories from Black American authors. Nice. Uh, we, we experience they, they experience Black Americans in the in person, like in in the flesh. We went up in the bush and just read to them and talked to them about it, answer questions, and let them know, no, we're not we're not white because they, they 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 resemble America to white. Although they see that we're the same complexion sometimes, that it's just a blind set that our voice, our accent, because our we don't English, strong that. English accent. Yeah. Our strong English makes us white. So it's a lot of re-education, and we wanted Triple AG um, has focused on starting to, to really reach out to the children and stay connected to the youth because that's the only way that we can really turn this around. Um, the conversations in the Triple AG, we have affiliate members and um, general members. General members are uh, in, ancestors of enslaved African Americans. Associate members are everybody, everyone else. You know what I mean? So you can be a Ghanaian who's been into America and you know the plight, you know what's going on, you know our story, you, you like the food, and you too can come in fellowship and be a part of this. And we literally galvanize together, support each other's businesses, support activities. We have a cookout the first first uh, Sunday of every month where we just get together and dance, play cards, um, play games. And then we also have meetings every third Sunday. We meet at the W.E.B. Du Bois Center, which is an instrumental part of the African-American experience here in Ghana. W.E.B. Du Bois, as you may know, moved to Ghana when he was in his 80s after he realized assimilation wasn't necessarily so possible, right? right? So after giving up what he believed was possible, uh, and Kuma, which was one of his friends, said, look, man, I told you it wasn't going to happen. Come on over here and, and rest in peace. 
And that's what he did. He came over to Ghana, moved in his 80s, started to do some work um, with Nkrumah on the Encyclopedia of Africa, and died here with his wife as well. So they're both buried here. And they are one of the, I mean, they are the pioneers of African-Americans coming back. Um, so we actually meet there. That's where our headquarters um, is, and we're strong. Um, so we fo- follow us on Instagram, um, African American Association of Ghana. On Instagram is Triple A G, so Triple A Ghana 2023. So Triple A spell out the word Ghana 2023. You'll see if we have activities all throughout the year. If you're ever in Ghana, reach out to us. We always have things going on. Um, you may catch us on the first Sunday or on the third Sunday. Definitely pull up. Um, and we'll acknowledge uh, our family and our tribe coming back to Africa as always. We, just, we had a couple, of, we had, what, 30 visitors, uh, 30, was it 30 to 50 visitors this past Sunday? Yeah. It came for Family Fun Day at the uh, Boys Center for African American Association. And one of the, prom- two of the prominent people that were there was Dr. Uh, Professor Small. He was one of the presenters on uh, Hidden Colors. Mm. And he does James Smalls, Dr. James Smalls. Yeah. And then also yeah. Ben Wadarova, which is a former Black pa- uh, Black Panther, started the Liberation Army, part of the 21. Panther, Panther 21. Um, so, yeah, we have a lot of historical figures that we are associated with here just by being here mm-hmm. and uh, opportunities that would never have laid upon our feet if we were just doing our American rap race thing. So just moving here has been a blessing. It, it, the ancestors work. We, I'd say we walk on clouds because we don't know what's going to happen or how we're going to get things done or what's next. And, you know, we'll, we'll meet someone who has everything we need. Yeah, and from also, out of nowhere, we'll meet someone. And, uh, and also, we you, you never know who you're going to run into. I've ran into numerous, we've ran into numerous people that we grew up with that we hadn't seen in over 20 years and, the first place we see him in is in Ghana at one of the functions. And, you know, it's just amazing to see how we still have that same connection that we talked about years ago about going to Africa, you know. Right. And we end up your running first visit, having uh, a Wood, Wood, Wood yeah. your first visit, you bumped into a Morris Brown a classmate, right? Yeah, I ran into about one that? of my classmates. Nice. Yeah, hey, Morris Biggers. Morris Biggers, he, is, uh, he graduated from Morris Brown as well. Nice. And also, and then also one of the professors uh, at the in the business department at Morris Brown now, um, I can't think of his name. Doctor Edu. He is, yeah, Doctor Edu. Yeah, he's uh he's affiliated with a lot of things that's going on over in Ghana as well. And I ran into him after, you know, I was introduced to him. And then when I went and sat in his office, I seen my proposal that I was working on for Ghana on his desk. Mm. So it's a lot of full circle moments. Yes. Um, we love it. It's a it's an option for African Americans now. A lot of us are looking for places to go, um, and just an, another option of us in America. We both have businesses and homes in America, family in America. We didn't turn our back on America, but we just needed a, a different look, a, a new different start. Theme. We needed a, a, a reset, a reset, and new opportunities, new opportunities. Right. So that's what God provides for us. And, you, and anything and you ever wanted to do. Yeah, it sure is a difference maker. 
Yeah, it, it is definitely a difference maker to some degree. And uh just want to also take the time out to uh, shout out Dr. Edu and uh, the family. Um, we've had them on as well. And they'll be on very soon uh, as well. So that's it's going to be absolutely amazing. Yes, for a full circle moment to see the proposal on the desk. I'm sure that was a wild moment. Like, <laughs> hey, look at that. Or you probably didn't say anything yeah. like, I can't believe it. He has my yeah, proposal. I, I mean, because I was amazed. Right. I was amazed. <laughs> I was like, wow, because... You know, like doctors, uh, one of the one of the professors that said, "I want you to meet somebody." And when he took me in the office and I met him, I was like, "Wow!" And then what I before I spoke to him, I saw, I'm like, "This is like my boyfriend." And I introduced <laughs> myself, and we got to converse, and he's like, "Yeah, I was going over this." And then he's like, "I never thought I would meet you this soon," and we sat and talked for about a good twenty, thirty minutes. But you know what? It and makes actually, for was, good conversation. Actually, we were supposed to link up when he came to uh, Apple Cellulose last year, but things were just going, things were just so busy. Yeah. Because there's so many people that come during the um, December month, month of December. Right. Apple Cellulose. And then we have... I also, okay, I also wanted to um, shout out um, my, my partner, our partner, Marissa Robinson. There's three of us here. Um, and so the three of us make up the House of Diaspora. Uh-huh. She uh, represents the brilliant beauty aspect. We have a meta spa, and um, she adds the glam to our our finesse. <laughs> so shout out to my sister who came. And she came and literally came one year as a visitor just to see what it was all about uh-huh. and went back home and just couldn't, she couldn't, I, I like to say she couldn't unsee what she saw. Absolutely. And from there she was like, I need a new look. I need to do something different. And, now she's living here with us too. So it's nice. a contagious feeling. Um, it's something very powerful, uh-huh. and uh, we're just excited to be a catalyst of people having that option. Now, so, I, and then we have a- I was going to say, I was, I'd be remiss if I didn't ask this question about you know the the process because there's so many businesses here in the United States that want to come over, not just to not just to, you know, do business, but do a lot of outreach amongst the people. So I know you've went through that process, but what is the process like for people who want to do that now? Yeah, so, I mean, it, it is a process, and that's, that's one of the benefits of us coming ahead of time and doing it. Um, it is doable. It's possible. You actually, um, as an American, can partner um, with someone and start a business here, um, and whatever you feel, whatever your expertise is, is needed here. I'm um, especially needed by African American people. Right. You, you'd be surprised. Um, the first, the, the first doctors and dentists here were white people or Lebanese people. So they really still need to see, um, you know, black people doing every single type of of business. Um, so it, it, it's something that is needed. It's something that's doable. We've, we've laid a, a model out um, where you are able to come and, 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 and get your business rolling and get your accounts rolling and, and expand your business or your franchise here. But it is a process because it's a lot of a lot of uh, monetization that needs to happen, a lot of training that needs to happen. Mm-hmm. And again, it's a lot of cultural differences that we have to understand. Everything that we think that, that people need may not be what they really need. 
So you said it was a you said it was a mixed group, and I want to ask: Do you find that there are differences of opinion between the older group and the younger bunch, where it tends to in, in eventually come together to a meeting of the minds where everything everything still goes, but you know you still continue to make a difference and make an impact because i know these conversations you know tend to sway different ways because you got the younger crowd versus the older crowd and you know they can be stuck in their ways sometimes not even not even the old the older crowd we have the founders of the organization that is still there and they, oh you yeah know, so this is their organization and they want yeah. it this way so we definitely have these conversations and yes it's funny you ask that question. That's part of my job as as the vice president. I, I manage all the players. Like I, I keep it. I keep everyone. I keep everyone cool. <laughs> <laughs> keep those cool cool heads the, in the room. Right. Like okay, keep let's find this out. Right. <laughs> right. Even if you're wrong, there's a way of saying, "My brother, you wrong." You know. <laughs> yeah, there like is a way. is something that is also uh, something that people can participate um, and you don't even have to be in, in Ghana you can just be, uh, you care for what's going on here 
So it's an open thing. Um, but when you're in Ghana, you definitely want to stop by. We are everything that we are, we are, we need for each other here. Um, we are a group of mixed ages and mixed beliefs. I tell everyone, I said, look, we represent every type of black person in America. We do. Because there's so many different types. And no one's always going to agree. But one of our themes, mottos for this year is we will agree, agree in 2023. Agree. <laughs> so you know what? I like that. If we disagree, we're going to agree. You know, we're going to agree to disagree, but we're going to agree. We're not going to be um, at each other. We didn't come to Africa to be biting at each other's neck over what we believe. You know, everyone has their own beliefs and we respect it. But as a unit in Ghana, we will agree on what we're going to do. Um, I like we've been, it. We've been changing, changing the dynamic, and it's been a good positive shift. Um, and we've been very productive. So we had a Juneteenth. We had a huge Juneteenth program this year, uh-huh. um, educating the Africans about Juneteenth, because of course they wouldn't know anything about Juneteenth. Why would they? Um, yeah. So we started an annual huge program um, that we'll be continuing over the years. Um, it's been celebrated in the past. We, we partner with uh, Ghana Tourism Authority, mm-hmm. um, the Year of Return, and all the other entities that you know play a role in us returning um, to make it a really big event. So uh, I invite other people to come. If you were doing nothing Juneteenth next year, why not take it to the next level and come to Africa? Uh, we also encourage people to come in December. Dirty December is a whole vibe. Mm-hmm. Um, anytime in December works, it's a whole thing. You have never yeah. seen black pride and black excellence. Like excellence. That is fine. And we also we also curate trips uh, to yeah. Ghana. Yes. You know. Yeah, for your family, uh, for for yourself, for you and your, your husband, and whoever it is. It could be one to, to 61 people, all ages. We, we've actually curated a trip with el- elderly. We had the average age of one of the groups was 66 years old. So we're wow. Whoever. Um, and they were. Over here uh, to see it. It's on a lot of bucket people's bucket lists. So no matter how old you are, you know, you got your old relative, your auntie, your grandma, your mama. One day I want to go to Africa. One day, one day. Why not make that one day this year? So let, help us, let us help you get here and make it affordable and feasible um, and actually have an experience that is a lifetime experience for all ages. Because yeah. a lot of times we teach Ghanaians Ghana. Yeah, we do a lot of we do a lot of exploring. So we show, we, we really know how to show people what what they want to see when they come to the big motherland. Like we have a lot of expectations, y'all. Like we, you know, beyond what was told, the lies and the garbage. Like we want to see the real, and it's here to show. Um, so we make sure that we, we show our tribe what, what they want what they want to see. Absolutely. So, um, and also, uh, it was Dwayne Wade and his wife where they just. Uh, last year in November. That's right. They uh, sure Gabriel were. Union did it. Yeah, and if you look at the documentary, you'll see Adrian in the video as well. What? <laughs> really? Yeah, she's in there. We were there. We were at the actual event. We were there. I just was doing a lot of take pictures and videotaping. Uh-huh. So um, oh, I, I wasn't. Oh, yeah. It was it was a go go band that came. Shout out to Black Alley. They came to community nice. and included. An instrument of uh, the president of Triple AG is Diallo Sumbri. Shout out Diallo. Uh-huh. We represent DC very well in Ghana, the two of us. And he brought a go go band uh, out for his um, event. And that is the event that Gabrielle Union came. She had her 50th birthday party in Africa. So she started in Ghana um, and had the whole um, program that if you come to Ghana, you get. So if you watch it, it's on BET Plus. Uh-huh. Um, it's Gabrielle turned 30, uh, turned 50. It was an amazing experience to party with her um, and to have 
we just watch it be presented um, in such a, a, a fine affair uh, on, on TV. And yeah, you'll see me rocking to some go go. Anywhere you go, go you're going to see me Hey, you know what? There's nothing like rocking to some go go, huh? And also, um, and also, Adrian, um, could you tell them where, uh, where I am a, a chief of development in uh, one of the regions? in the IT region of Ghana. And mm. Asian is, uh, um, nice. So, yeah, so, so being schooling that Gabrielle Union and Dwayne Wade attended um, is something that the Africans want to do for us. They feel like we are not rooted, right? Rooted meaning we don't know a tribe or a village from where we come from because mm. that was ripped from us on purpose. So, you know, a lot of people, you know, when they ask you where you're from, African-Americans don't really have the answer to what they expect us to say. You know what I mean? When we ask them where they're from, a person can say their tribe, their village, their little city, their country, all of that, down to the street, under the tree, in that hut. You know what I mean? We don't have that at all. So a lot of times, if they love you and care for you and you've been around, uh, you'll be asked to be uh, adopted into a village. And that's called a linschooler, where a chief uh, allows you to be instilled into a community with, with also expectations of, of bringing something to the table. Um, so we were in school um, in the Ati region. Uh, Diallo was in school in the Nyame Betra region. Um, and that's what you'll see in the Gabrielle Union uh, program with his enschoolment. Um, but a lot of us are in school in different regions and different tribes because that's what they want us. And if we're here and they see us and they, you know, we, we, we gain friends, we gain family here, and they adopt us because they feel like, you know, we're the only black people that don't know we're part of Africa, so they they kind of give us that that identity, which is cool. Absolutely, that's the warm welcome they give us. Yeah, I I see. Yeah, they do give us a quite a warm welcome uh, to each of us that come over there, and that's the great thing about coming to visit Ghana. But then you also speak on the living because once you visit Ghana, you're going to see a lot of things to where you know what. Let's talk about this. Why not I live here? And that's that's what the really the basis of this is, to really get in touch and get in tune with our homeland. And it starts with people like yourselves that continuously bridge the gap year over year, continuously close that gap. You know, there's a bridge that can be built, but... You you have to make your way to the center of that bridge yeah. because there, there's a gap until yeah. you that you 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 when you're building a bridge you got to build towards the center right when you're talking about the span yeah from both ends to connect them so you guys are definitely doing that and I want to give you kudos and give you your flowers where they may and both of you have all the flowers. Uh, this particular morning, but I know we're running a little bit out of time here. We did go over just a little bit. However, it, the conversation is great because we need to know this information. And thank you for, uh, you know, affording us the opportunity to hear these nuggets of great information as it pertains to how we can continuously help to bridge the gap further. Because, hey, look, listen. We can have as many construction workers as we want, but the people that are really going to put in the work helps to make it get, it helps to cultivate it getting built faster. 
that bridge will be built faster if we can all come together and make it work. And this is what we have been doing over there and bridging the gap between the U.S. So thank you, thank you, thank you for, you know, really doing that. But uh, I want to ask, you gave the information for the African-American Association of Ghana. Now, is this universal? Can people join in the United States and how can they do that? Yes, um, yes, they can. Yes, they can. Um, the, the affiliation is the website. We Google African American Association of Ghana. The website pops up. There's uh, information on how to join, how to become a member, um, how, how to get onto a newsletter or some information as we do things. Um, and then also making sure if you come to Ghana that you know what's going on with us. Right. Um, the, the, the dues right now is, is $20. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's not expensive. It's nothing. So you can support it and, and it not hurt your pocket at all. Mm-hmm. And we, we love to welcome uh, even the people that are not on the continent to support and be a member of our AAAB. And also, and, and also <clears throat> we would like for you personally, we are inviting you personally because this is our second, second interview with you. And since we've been become members of the eboard, we would like to <laughs> invite you as a member to the African American Association. Oh, awesome. Awesome. Well, th- th- and you know you we been? would have love you that. You know that. Yeah, have you been? I have not, but I will. Okay. And I'm, I'm prayerfully yeah, speaking, I will. By the next time we talk on the radio. That's right. By the next time we talk on the radio. You'll be in Ghana doing it. You'll be talking about it. You'll be having the interview in Ghana. Yes, yeah. physically yeah. seeing you both yeah. in person, and you know, get out those, yeah. get out the Hollywood, the Hollywood stool, and yeah. you know, we yeah. we sit in those chairs, and we have this great backdrop yeah. of everything Ghana, yeah. and we just conduct this okay. interview, and we have so much fun like we're doing now. Hey, the phone doesn't do it justice. We gotta get it in person. That's yeah. what we have to do. Within and a within a year, that's a challenge. We can do that. You know, we can always overcome challenges. You've overcome your challenges in getting over to Ghana <laughs> and doing what you do. So if you can overcome challenges, so can we. And so can everybody out there in Radio Land. I'd like to say one other thing. Though. One of the most important things us as African Americans that come to Ghana must have is patience. You must have patience. Nothing is done in a rush. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. It's the island, island time times a thousand. Like you, you, that's you, just you one of the key, key, that's a key factor. When you come to Ghana, do not be in a rush because they will look at you like something's wrong with you. <laughs> yeah, we don't want to. We don't want to have anybody looking like that. I definitely don't want to do that. But I do want to, uh, r- real quick, one other question that you know I. I wanted to ask earlier was about the Medispa, the beauty bar. Talk more about that beauty bar because um, this was something that we, we did not have last year, but now we, we have it at this point. It's something new. It's something fresh. And it's, it's yeah. something for yeah. everybody. So speak on, um, you spoke on how that came about, but now, Talk about the what what is offered at that Medi Spa. Yeah, yeah. So, so Marissa and I we offer all types of facials, um, from a general facial here. A lot of times, depending on the weather, it's hotter here, it's dustier here. So people need a deeper cleansings of skins and facial services. 
all the way up to a, a PRP facial, which is also known as a vampire facial. Um, and what we do is we really just offer better um, facial options. That Did you say a vampire with. facial? Yeah, it's something that Hollywood's been doing for years. What? It's a whole other conversation. Yeah, but it, 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 it it's an anti-aging facial. Um, okay. Age marks wrinkles, marks. Um, it, it basically puts five to ten years on you. Uh, so it's something that nice. Hollywood's been using forever. Our, our people have been uh, ignorant to it for a long time, and I'm a part of that wave of um, letting our people know of different options that are completely natural. Okay, that's the biggest thing. I'm all the way into natural options to get what we want. Um, so we do a lot of different things, body sculpting, weight management, skin care, um, and just guidance for hair loss. A lot of people have hair loss, um, men and women. Uh, so we offer hair growth options by the same science that we use with the facials. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's, it's real fun. Um, it's new age um, techniques and technology that we bring to, to Ghana and the people visiting Ghana. Awesome, awesome, awesome stuff. And, you know, I've Wow. Y'all have a lot, yeah. I tell you. And there's always something new every time that we speak. Y'all are doing so um, so much amazing things for Ghana, and I have to tip the cap to you both and, get, as I said, give you your flowers right now. Because Thank you so much. The, the things that you are doing, not only here in the States, but also abroad in Ghana, is just helping us to be even greater and inspiring us to even be greater at being greater. So thank you so much for your, you know, your expertise and thank you for continuing to bridge that gap in Ghana. So uh, while we have uh, seven minutes left till the top of the hour, first of all, I want to say thank you so much for being on the morning machine this morning. It has been absolutely a phenomenal conversation. And we do this every single time we get on. We have a phenomenal conversation about what needs to happen, what is happening, and how the bridge is quickly being built. And it is just absolutely amazing when we come together. So kindly tell us where we can find follow, connect, and the information where we all, if we want to support in the States, just once again, want to go ahead and join in on the African American Association of Ghana. Please uh, provide us with that information. Okay, uh, we'll go ahead and give it all, and also let them know how we won the, uh, we won the award for the, one of the best uh, barbershops of Ghana of last year and oh, an nice. uh, entrepreneur award for being one of the greatest entrepreneurs coming over from America. Well, I think we, that you didn't even need a, an award for that. We already knew that. We knew that the first time we came on okay, these airwaves. <laughs> so, so you okay, can follow. You can, you can, go ahead and give us all. You can follow B. Smith's um, Barbershop and the Port of School at B. B. Gore Smith. N-I-P-P-E-D underscore barber. You'll see it pop up. So that's for the barber school. And if you need a cut, bar, we got a shop somewhere close. Uh, for the, the Medispy here, for Marissa and I's Medispy is Brilliant Beauty Ghana. All spelled properly, so we're educated nicely. Right? So Brilliant Beauty Ghana is spelled properly on Instagram. 
Um, and then uh, for the triple AG, it's AEA Ghana 2023. Is You can DM us for more information. It's also Google, our website, uh, African American Association of Ghana. Um, and then uh, that's, that's, we are the diaspora. So if you want to follow us and get in contact with the House of Diaspora and get some services and inquire more, on Instagram, we are the Diasporians. D I A S P O R I A N S. Yes. Uh, so you can keep up with us on there if you have any questions. Mainly, if you want to come to Ghana, we want you there. We want to show you guys um, what we're doing here, and we can help you get from there to here seamlessly. All right. Um, so we're excited to be a part of this show and, and a returning visitor. We thank you for the for the always a warm welcome and the opportunity to spread what's going on over here on the continent. Absolutely. By the way, you said the word visitor. We, we're not using that word anymore. Your home, your family. You have to, this oh. is your home radio station that you can have a nice. phenomenal conversation about everything bridging the gap with Ghana from this land to our homeland and that's how we do it thank you so much i'm sure i I don't know if bill's on i i i I don't think bill's on but tell bill thank you so much for being on with you as well and here's to more phenomenal conversation that we will have in the future so i thank you once again and also yes. getting you over here to ghana soon. yeah let's, yeah let's not forget that part yeah <laughs> yeah that's uh that's gonna uh, have to happen very very soon yeah, it's yeah. gonna have to happen so we're gonna make that happen yeah. it'll be off air conversation but when you hear 102.6 the situation in ghana and broadcasting live hey you know what's gonna happen it's gonna stem from this conversation today okay so, and I, I, I can't wait. It's going to be such an experience. Everybody has a phenomenal experience and can't wait to get that experience. So once again, we give you your flowers on this Black Business Month. Thank you for being on the Morning Machine. All right. Thanks, guys. Y'all have a good one over there. Be safe. Be blessed. Absolutely. Be blessed as well. Thank you.